That's right, they're playing video games for money. And I'm definitely not gonna let uh, Mass Effect in my house. The level of violence on video games. It might be hazardous to physical and mental health. Pokemon world is a world of the demonic. Then there's the argument that video games can be art. They're a world phenomenon. Welcome to Hit Point Pals, episode 7. On this podcast, we talk about video games and why we play them. I'm Travis Lean. With me as usual, William Suit. Howdy. And we're also joined by Caleb Warwick. What's up, gamers? What has everyone been playing this week? Hell yeah, I've been playing uh, Monster Hunter World. Uh, with you, in fact. Wow, yeah. Uh, I you was guys playing without me? Uh, yeah, yo, we were trying to keep it under wraps. You know, I'd start it up and I'd be in a cold fear that you'd see, but yeah. Um, Dude, I've been watching the whole time. I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we've been playing some Monster Hunter World. It's uh, it, At first it was a bit uh, of a steep learning curve, I'd say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I suppose that's because, <laughs> I don't know, so many things happen and it's like, all right, here's a two-page two pages of like text about coatings for arrows and stuff and i mean that was a bit overwhelming but once we started playing it we kind of realized like oh this is just like a very verbose way of telling you something so uh yeah it's 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 been very cool i like fighting the monsters it kind of reminds me of like uh dark- monster hunter uh yeah monster just hunter kidding. <laughs> uh, it does kind of remind me of like dark souls boss fights in a way mm-hmm. less punishing same yeah but it's still like that's how it felt when i was playing it it's like very Dark Souls-esque. Yeah, I mean, getting smacked of, by a big critter is like, oof. There's a lot of expansive uh, menu type stuff that mm-hmm. feels kind of like an MMO, but at the same time, I get, I like, it feels like I'm okay with it because it doesn't, it doesn't feel as empty and hollow as an MMO does. Uh, it feels like the the world is very, it's very pretty graphically. What attracted me to that game was the fact that fucking uh, Geralt was in it. First of all, from The Witcher, um, voice actor and everything, and I was like, okay, damn it, I've been sitting on this game, waiting for something to lure me into it. Of course, of course, it's this, like, out of nowhere, I'm just like... I have not run into Geralt in this game. Well, they did a collaboration, so Geralt and Ciri from The Witcher 3 are in this game, I think you could play as them, actually. And, like, I guess, like, he comes into a portal because Siri is, like, multidimensional or whatever and can travel and you just end up in the Monster Hunter world. Um, Geralt's a Monster Hunter, so it makes sense. And they they brought in some monsters from The Witcher and stuff, and I was like, ah, that looks so cool. So I bought it, and I've actually been having a lot of fun with it. It's, it's I think it's more of, like, late game kind of stuff. Yeah, it's probably like stuff that, the like, main game. yeah, right after the main story, then they probably start mm-hmm. having these other events and things. Spent some time trying to figure so out what hell? weapon I liked best, because they're all so different. Yeah. And I'm going with the insect glaive, I think, or I don't think that's what it's listed Whoa. as, but, uh, but yeah, I tried some other things. I tried this big sword. I didn't like it, because I have been playing with the insect glaive thing for so long, and it gives you a lot of mobility. It lets me jump around. Um... Try some other weapons, just because it seemed like they did some more damage output, but they felt real clunky, and I just ended up going back to the Insect Glaive, because I liked jumping around. Isn't it in that game, too? It's like, um, the only scaling it has is, like, armor and weapon, and your health or, like, stamina isn't... Yeah, level. yeah, it's pretty much just your gear that improves. I, I guess... I, I like that, though. Yeah. Because, like, when you play with higher level people, or if you play with higher level people or more experienced people, it's 
skill based so it's not like all right this dude has like level 99 just one hitting bosses you know what i mean yeah. i mean i'm sure you could still do that but like you know you still gotta have some sort of skill to delve into it i guess yeah from what i understand of it um weapons wise yeah i mean there, there are just so many types of weapons and they all play very differently which is really really cool yeah, but it's, it I've also noticed. means like picking a weapon is it's just it's not a matter of just like mashing some attack buttons you need to figure out the combos how it works like your mobility and all that <laughs> so i'm kind of between like i like the bow a lot but sometimes i feel the damage is just a bit lacking and i like the gun lance but then I feel the trade-off there is you're just so slow. So I'll be waddling towards a monster, and then Travis is just leaping <laughs> through the air with his insect glaive, and it's like, God damn it, I can't do that. But I just don't do as much so, damage. Yeah, and there's just so many trade-offs. It's like, man, I could like you could just play with like any weapon, and it would feel like a completely different game in some ways. I can tell it's it's very so, uh, over the top, like Japanese. Uh, I don't know that I've played oh, yeah. another game that's this Japanese and like still felt Dude. invested in it. Despite that, they're making a movie. They're making yeah. a Monster Hunter movie. From what I've heard, probably gonna be terrible. Yeah, it sounds like it's gonna I'm be excited. god off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited regardless. I want to see it. I want to see what the hell they're gonna do with it. Like, what do you do with? I don't know. Wait, has anyone played the, the older like, Monster Hunter games? I played thirty seconds of a DS. Monster Hunter. You made 30 seconds? That's it. Well, not 30 seconds. I'd say like 10 minutes, maybe. I had no idea what the oh, hell okay. to do. That's was probably about as much time yeah. as I've played with the series, because a while back they had like a Monster Hunter 4 or something demo for 3DS. I played that and thought... Yeah, eh. I'm pretty sure that's actually what it yeah, was. I, I don't know if it was 4, but yeah, it was like on 3DS, and I just thought, eh, I don't know. Yeah, we failed to kill this big old T-Rex guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy's hard. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, that. we noticed. Don't do that yet. <laughs> I, I, like, discovered the, like, the jumping vault attack where you, like, jump off of something and land on their back and, like, stab them repeatedly by accident. And it was really cool. But, um, I guess you could do that with all monsters that are, like, on the ground, obviously. Yeah, but... that's one thing that the insect glaive makes easier because you can just vault up, uh, anywhere at any time. Yeah. Just like, ah! Sometimes you can let them um, back, sometimes you don't. It's, it's very hit or miss. What the game I've actually been playing that I just remembered about, actually, because I stopped playing it for a little bit, but came back to it. Have you guys ever heard of the game The Darkness? Yeah. I think so. The Darkness do you have 2, like, specifically? Do, do you yeah, hold, I have The Darkness 2. Is that the one where you, where yeah. you hold these weird guns that are like, they're yep. just little dudes? Oh yeah, they're, they're like mm -hmm. tentacles that come out of you, and they're just like yeah. you're like Slenderman. Yeah, they're like, like the corners of your Slenderman. You said the yeah, darkness. It's too? really cool, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you play as like a mob boss dude. Uh, I forgot his name <laughs> to be honest, but he has these. It's like from an old comic book, which is kind of cool. That kind of like blends over into DC, I believe. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah. And um, there's this stuff called the like in this lore of the universe or whatever. Um. There's a stuff in the universe when the universe was created called the darkness and the darkness is like these like demonic beings that take over hosts, yada, yada, give them crazy powers to do crazy stuff. It's, it's interesting. Um, I need to get more into it to understand, but um, you play as this mob boss dude and he has these powers and they could basically like bring him back to life and there are these weird tentacles that like talk. 
and you also hallucinate and there's like this little monkey too thing it's it's crazy but it's basically like so you have you can dual wield your weapons and then you have the tentacles that can attack too which is really cool it's a, it's a cool like um i don't know how to explain it. it's a cool different play style it's a really short game though but i don't know i i liked it a lot it was just different and I remember playing the demo back in the day. I was like, holy shit, and never bought the game. And now I have it on PC. So I was like, okay, I'll try it out. And yeah, it's 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 worth it, I'd say. If you guys have never played it, check it out I, sometime. I really want like The Darkness 1 to come to PC. Because I, I only ever got to play that at like a friend's house. And I know like The Darkness 1 and 2 are like very different. At least mm -hmm. like appearance-wise. And I kind of like the look of The Darkness 1 a bit more. I mean, it's from a different era. But... Mm -hmm. I don't know, there's something about that game that I really, really, I really like the look of. What is it for, Xbox yeah. 360? Uh, I think it was, yeah, yeah, I think it was Xbox and PS3. Um, let me see, The actually. store page for the Darkness. Darkness 2, I have a copy of this as part of my endless backlog. Um, mm -hmm. it says that it's, it has co-op, a four-player co-op campaign. Really? Co-op? What? what? I did not know this. Yeah, key features, four-player co-op campaign. Play as one of four unique characters, each capable of wielding weapons infused with darkness powers. Oh, I think it's like a survival mode. Okay. They oh, call it a campaign. Damn. So I, I maybe if it's I, a survival I, mode. I, but if it says campaign, I'm probably wrong because I, hmm. I only ever played like parts of the single player. Yeah, and I was looking up the darkness also in images right now. And hmm. yeah, there's darkness Batman DC comic. So like the main character from the darkness uh, oh. and Batman. And I'm like, what the hell? Because I love... I love the DC comics and how they do those like crossover things, Spawn and stuff. I, I, oh, with Image comics or whatever for yeah. Spawn. All right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, four. That'd be sick if they did cop campaign. Oh, dude, you guys, pick it up right now. Pick up. We're changing this to a live stream. I have it. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh yeah, we both have it. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Oh boy. All right, we gotta do it then. All right, thanks yeah, for coming to the podcast. Yeah, all <laughs> right. We're just a little bit early. Uh, I played through the uh, campaign of Battlefield 2, and it took me uh, just a, a couple of sittings to play through it. It's not, it's not very long, but it is very good. I <laughs> might even go so far as to say wait, it's probably wait, the wait, best. Hang on. Bad Company 2 or 2? What, what did I say? What's happening? Battlefield 2? I said Battlefield 2. That's not what I meant. Yeah. Hang on, let's back this up. I played... Bad Company 2? <laughs> I played through the campaign of uh, Titanfall 2. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right, that changes, oh, that that changes the mental <laughs> image I have. Yeah. I don't know what I was talking about at all. Um, okay, so sp spoilers. Wait, so I did. So, like I, so I did say Battlefield 2? That's what I said? Yeah, you said Battlefield 2, and yeah. I was like, that game does not have a campaign. <laughs> okay. So no, um, Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2 had, man, I was just, I was very blown away by everything in that campaign. Each level had its own yep. little, I don't know, like it, it introduced a unique mechanic. Um, there was a lot more puzzle solving than I expected going in, but it turned out I, it was really cool. And the game has this thing where it... It really feels like it wants you to have fun, which is not the case in some other games, you know, like Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you sometimes I would get stuck trying to figure out a wall running puzzle and they bring in this little thing called the Ghost Runner and he's, he's very neat and he shows you how to do it. Um, I like BT a lot. He 
is oh, my yeah. best friend now. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he is a great companion and a great friend, and he lets you uh, shoot his guns and kill all the bad guys. Man, it just it's, and it, awesome. it feels really good too. And then as you as you progress through the campaign and stuff, you start encountering more and more characters and stuff. And I can't help but look at them and go, "Oh, this is like the Apex Legends style." Of course, of course it is because it's made by the same developers and it's set in the same mm-hmm. universe. But it was just I I kept getting thrown off by that. Like, hey, these people look like they're straight out of Apex Legends. It's because they're part of the Apex um, militia. It's also funny to run across guns that. I recognize from Apex Legends. But I just I yeah, like I'd heard good things about the game. I'd heard good things about the campaign. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as I thought that it good? was. Uh, you could pick it up right now for five dollars. It's on sale right now for five dollars. Yeah, I got Go it on sale. I just hadn't gotten around yeah. to playing it yet. Um like literally if you've never played Titanfall 2, buy it because it's one hundred percent worth five dollars. The the way that people interact with your bullets when you shoot them it reminds me a lot of fear which is probably my favorite first person shooter just is, just mechanically like at God least tier shooter a fear is just the 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 perfect execution of of how you shoot guns and how people get shot and stuff like regardless of the slow-mo um so it felt it felt I a lot like a that whole video on that yeah no fear is is really good i i man i don't know just the 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 campaign Reminded me a lot of Halo, uh, getting to play like Halo for the first time and just being really immersed in this sci-fi universe where everything works very well. It's a very polished game. Just it reminds me of a lot of Modern Warfare, the first Modern Warfare actually. Even just like the little tutorial level at the start where it had that like competition, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it brought me back to. Um, do you remember that Modern Warfare? Um, mission at the start where it was timed. Oh, where you're going through like, the training. Yeah, uh, flashbang. Out. Yeah, the one. Flashbang. That, it's, yeah, it's at the start of every Call of Duty campaign. I, I think. Yeah, and it just helps you pinpoint what difficulty you want to set the game to. Yeah, there there is a mission like that in Titanfall 2 at the beginning. It's the mm-hmm. exact same thing, but it also sets up stuff like wall running, sliding with your guns, stuff like that. I was thinking about how a lot of people say like Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare is. Like one of the greatest FPS games. I was thinking about that. I think the 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 one thing that I like about uh or the thing that I I think Titanfall Two does really well over Modern Warfare is it doesn't suffer from the whole like scripted first person cutscene type thing that the Call of Duty games all kind of suffer from and uh, slow down the game. Uh, Titanfall Two doesn't have it has boss anyway, fights like, and it has the boss it fights. has boss fights with with yeah. their little their little intros where the camera zooms in on them fucking, and it says what it's the like name borderlands is that's like that's what it reminds that was that's what it was it was perfect blend of halo borderlands and um call of duty like obviously borderlands without the rpg stuff but like the style almost yeah like almost goofy kind of but it was good. It was awesome. I loved it. I think the one thing that I, I felt like I didn't get a chance to fully figure out was there are a variety of configurations for your mech for BT. Um, and I felt like mm-hmm. I didn't get to because the campaign is pretty short and you spend it feels like you spend maybe 60 percent of it on foot and 40 percent in the mech. So I felt like I didn't get enough time to really get to play with all the different configurations for as long as I mm-hmm. would have liked. Um, so that was 
the only thing I found myself thinking was that I guess I wanted more of the game um, and a yeah. little bit more time. And hopefully Apex Legends brings that actually not to the game itself, but like in the future because the popularity of it. Right. You know, I hope it brings more popularity to Titanfall. There was some news announced this week uh, via the Xbox. Oh, God, what is that thing called? <laughs> Xbox Direct? That's not it. Insider. The Xbox Insider. <laughs> I've not watched one of these before, but I knew what was coming, so I, I, I did. And we now know that Halo the Master Chief Collection is coming to PC. <laughs> the one thing that I... Well, we expected this, and uh, I, I mean, everyone was hoping this would happen. The one thing I, I wasn't expecting was the way that this is going to roll out, apparently, with games uh, rolling out over time, starting with Halo Reach. And the rest of the games in the series will be released in chronological order, and they haven't given a time frame. They haven't even given a release date for the first game, which I guess is Halo Reach. But regardless, it's coming to PC, and it's going to be fully remastered. They Amazing. said it's going to be built from the ground up. And I, I'm very excited to play the Halo games that weren't on PC, and also the ones that were on PC, just in their remastered anniversary versions. Hell yeah. That's what I'm most excited for. I'd really like to play like the Halo One remade, Halo Two remade. Mm-hmm. Man, and oh, that's gonna be and like awesome. you said, like uh, you know, the ones that weren't on PC because the only way I was ever able to experience those is after Halo Two, which was on PC. I, the only way I could play them was like at a friend's house. So I played through like three in co-op, which was fun, like a lot of fun. But it's like, oh man, doing co-op online, 1080p or higher, 60 frames a second. On PC, ooh, ooh, I can't wait. I'm sold. Yeah, and Halo 2 ended on a, a cliffhanger, and then I never got <laughs> yeah. to play Halo 3, so for me it's just been like a decade-plus-long cliffhanger to figure out what happens next in the series, because <laughs> I haven't touched any of the other games. I haven't sat in front of an Xbox oh, dude. in a long time. I think they're adding ODST again they also, because yeah. they had ODST in the Master Chief collection. That that was actually a really cool spin-off game. Yeah, it's, it's but... six games that they... That, that are now in the Master Chief Collection, um, all but Halo 5. Yeah. And Halo 5 wasn't bad. This, the campaign was, you know, mediocre, but I really like the multiplayer. They had a, that really cool um, Warzone thing where it was, like, almost MOBA-like. There was a lot of, there was, like, you know, grunt battles, covenant battles in between a 24-person multiplayer, and it was really cool. And you get, like, was that higher tier weapons as you progress through the game? So mobile like, like I said, but it was really fun. I liked it a lot. Hmm. I hope I hope maybe they bring that to PC also, considering that's their baby and now it's on Steam. I I feel like since Infinite Halo Infinite has already been confirmed for PC, and we've got the Master Chief Collection now also coming to PC, I feel it's only a matter of time before they finally add like Halo 5 to the Master Chief Collection. That way yeah. you can have like all the Halo games in this one collection, and then the new ones that are coming out will be on PC as well. That way it's just like everyone, you can play all the Halo games. I'm also curious how they're going to have people buy this, because some, I guess, oh, what I should mention first is that it is coming to Steam, which we, I don't think anyone was expecting. Um, that was a pleasant surprise. Uh, it's yeah. listed on Steam as the Master Chief Collection, so it's presumably one thing uh maybe they'll release the games under that as like steam downloadable content and you'll have to buy them individually or maybe it'll just be one 
flat price and they'll roll out over time. I don't know. Some news outlets interpreted it as you'll be buying each game individually. That's not exactly what they said, but it is one interpretation, I think, of them saying they're going to release them uh, over time. Seeing screenshots of Halo on Steam is just bizarre. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. What the hell? Oh, man. I'm getting so excited already. Holy crap. I can't believe it. I get to play Halo 3 on with mouse and keyboard. That's going to be insane. How could... Oh, my God. If this is a bad port, I'm going to cry myself to sleep every night. They said they're not ports, though. They said they're building them from the ground up. Oh, that's that's right. That's right. Which is right. presumably why it's going to take a while to a get time. all of these games uh, on here, and that they're not just all dropping at once. Which is what I thought they would do. I thought they would port them over and drop them all at once. Mm -hmm. I'm most. I, I don't know. I'm like super interested to see how like. So yeah, they said they're not like they they don't use the port word, or I think that's what mm -hmm. he said. But it's like. Very evidently, it is going to be a port because they're not going to be remaking every game, but it's going to be like they're going to approach like controls and, and like performance from like the ground up. Right. I'm really interested to see like Halo 1 and 2 already had PC versions. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how like the games that were console exclusives will like how will that mouse and keyboard support be? How will like the gameplay design work? Will the games like. Because with the mouse and keyboard, at least, you know, I, I would think for me, it's it's easier to move around and shoot. Would, would we have to play on like a harder difficulty? Would things be adjusted for that? How would that work? Oh, yeah, I wonder. Because like, you know, legendary and stuff seem like impossible <laughs> on, yeah. on Halo 3 and the mouse, not in the mouse and keyboard, but the controller. But I am super confident with mouse and keyboard, and if it has the exact same enemy AI yeah. for like a controller and stuff, maybe we could plow through legendary on these. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Or maybe they'll increase the AI somehow. That's one thing I'm wondering. I'm wondering if maybe they'll just like bump up the difficulty or like maybe suggest that or something. Because I'd like to probably play through those games on like a higher difficulty with mouse and keyboard. Okay, but the real men are going to be on Halo 3 multiplayer Ooh. right away. So is that the game right that's away. considered to have the best multiplayer? I think so. Um, I think Halo 2, actually. Oh, okay. Really? Okay. But, yeah, because um, I know a lot, I hear a lot of complaints from, like, quote-unquote OG Halo gamers, but um, they say that, like, just the gunplay and stuff for Halo 2 is just, like, where it's at because it doesn't have all the abilities that halo 3 has like you know the shields and it's all just um i'm mean, shields as in like the drop shields mm -hmm. and um those other things it's more of just battle rifle um you do like crazy combos with the battle rifle and you know i don't know i wonder if you could still rocket jump and stuff like that uh who knows maybe but i, I know they did the halo 2 remaster for the xbox and Halo 2 Remaster was actually really cool. It looked like Halo 5, but it was Halo 2. So the graphics, the cutscenes were just like the coolest things you'll ever see. Oh, yeah. I've especially seen, with like Gravemind. I've seen clips oh, of those and it's like, wow, they really went all out yeah. on like redoing these cutscenes because they look fantastic. Yeah, it was it was crazy looking. Gravemind looks scary as hell. <laughs> I guess I wonder if, like, if the if their approach will be to match the quality of the anniversary editions that were released at the time. Mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure what year that was. Um, or if they would 
be aiming to get the graphics up to date with like the current generation. Yeah. I because wonder. Are, I, there'd be a big, I sort of hope a big leap. I sort of hope they keep Halo Three. Engine in general, mm -hmm. Halo 3 and Halo 3 ODST's engine, because I really liked how that looked compared to like Halo 4 and 5. Halo 3 had this. I'm not sure how I want to describe the look, but it felt like. I don't, it was very like. Holy shit, I can picture Halo 3 so vividly in my head, but I don't know yeah, how yeah. to describe it because it's like these big open plains in places it's like these warm colors but there's this it's like mm -hmm. the sense of like openness but it, i mean it wasn't open it didn't world, have but it was oh, yeah it didn't have bright super bright colors it was all yeah. like it had a lot of color but it weren't bright colors they were like almost like matte looking colors it's a little more muted like, from the first two games mm -hmm. yeah and it was like it was a little darker visually um is it trying to communicate something like it's a darker story no 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 um the the story wasn't like dark especially compared like with the flood and stuff mm -hmm. um but no it, it was just visually it looked really good like just darker with like the natural looking colors like um for example when you're in like the forest or like you see a lot more darker greens and um armor's shiny and stuff and it's darker looking matte i don't know it's just very like the people that have played halo 3 know exactly what i'm talking about though it's like i don't know it's just unique i'd say specific unique um that's really how i could describe for it and like yeah like william was saying a lot more open too so it kind of brings that vibe from like halo 1 almost I think one thing, like, from just, like, promotional art from over the time of, like, the Halo games coming out, um, this isn't so much about the Chief Collection, I'm just talking about Halo right now, but, like, Halo 1, Master Chief's armor is, like, it's, like, a bright, rich green, and then in Halo 2, that gets toned down a bit, and then, like, with Halo 3, it's quite a bit more muted, it's a little, it's browner, it's darker, it's still green, Yeah, but it's, like, it's not what it uh, was. that's, in that... Yeah, that's the color I was thinking of. It was like browner. Yeah, that like yeah, that's right. Like Halo One, One? Chief suit is super green, and then by three, yeah, it's yeah. it's green, but it's like <laughs> look like a Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Didn't they like model? Yeah, they modeled Master Chief after Doom Guy. That's right. So it makes sense. But, oh, that's um, why you never see his face because it's just Doom Guy. Damn, it takes it <laughs> off oh, topic, no. but like. Modders tried to take off his helmet to see what was underneath, and it was just another helmet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Master Chief. I think we'll take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about... I don't know, some news and stuff. Master Chief. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we're back, William. You have some something to share with us. What is this? I don't Indeed. know what this for, is. For, uh, for show and tell today, I have brought news of a rumor that Google Ooh. might be uh, preparing to announce some sort of a, a console, maybe? Okay, I just <laughs> opened this link and I'm looking at a really atrocious image. It looks like some. It looks like a modem yeah. from the 90s. Well, it's just, yeah, I mean, that's just like... It's a, probably what it is. It's just like a, it's like a mock-up of like an Apple. Okay, well, regardless it, of the but, um, image, yeah. Yeah, so... For a while, Google's been talking about 
Google's had this thing called like Project Stream or yes, something where they Project were like, stream. yeah, where they would like you would stream games. And I think the big game that they were doing that with was um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Right. And there were some articles written about like Google's streaming service, and it was really low latency, and it seems like Google was trying to lay the groundwork for some sort of a gaming service. And apparently there is some rumor that at GDC this year, um, well, this month, um, Google might announce this service and some kind of hardware dedicated for it. That's uh, next week. Yeah. And um, I mean, I wouldn't be too surprised because they certainly haven't been doing this kind of gaming streaming work for nothing right but it just seems a bit odd that they would come out with maybe a little set top box or something running android maybe or something for high quality gaming via streaming and i thought this was really uh, interesting because uh, a few podcasts ago we had talked about xbox and going yes. for towards like streaming and it's kind of interesting that it's not just them going towards that. It seems like Google might be doing that as well. Sony's already got PlayStation Now for streaming their games. So it's it's interesting. More and more people are getting into this kind of uh, world of like streaming games. Instead I'm of, like, curious how, how much of an audience there is for this. Because, I mean, for myself personally, I don't, I don't think I'll, I'll ever be swayed to use any sort of game streaming service. Because I like having... I, I I like having stuff locally, and I just the idea of streaming and knowing that there's any sort of latency is 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 no good to me. But I I also know there's a lot. It, it seems like it would have a, a lot of appeal. It seems like for people who don't necessarily want to spend a lot of money to invest in like a gaming PC, um, but still want to be able to run games looking really well and stuff. Uh, I've I know I've gotten yeah. ads that seem to be targeted at me on social media, like on Instagram and Facebook. That are I don't remember the name of the service, but some service is trying to sell me their like twenty dollar a month streaming service where I can stream. <laughs> they say I can stream everything in four K or something, something, wow. something goofy. And I'm like, okay, please, please stop. I'm never gonna do this. But I I totally get where uh, this could draw a lot of um a lot of interest and and. I mean, for a long time, people have been saying, like, game streaming, uh, like, some sort of Netflix of games is, is something that seems to be emerging or will emerge on the market in the near future. Yeah, and to add on to that whole, like, streaming games thing, like, right. um, I think very recently, within, like, I think today, the Steam Link app oh, yeah. for phones, yeah, I think now they've enabled it, or there's a beta or something that lets you stream not just on your home network, but now you can stream Steam games from your PC to wherever you are. Yeah, uh, I was reading over that again just to make sure I had the details right. It sounds like you can stream to a Steam link from your PC, even if the two devices are on another network or are on separate networks, I should say. I did not yes. know that. Dude, can you really? Well, you can now. Oh. There's some sort of experimental beta open. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, well, maybe that... $15 thing that I bought as far as <laughs> streaming to the steam app on your phone I think that was something I also heard but I don't know how that works and I don't know how steam link fits into that or if it does at all I, I used really to have a steam link adapter. I, I had picked up a steam link for like uh, $5 it was at one really point cheap. but yeah. my cat ate the power cable <laughs> I, uh, I, and it, the thing was like none of my you know how you amass or if you're me I guess you amass like a like a drawer of of unwanted power cables so i tried a lot mm -hmm. of those and none of them 
worked. I don't know if it was some proprietary thing or like there's a certain voltage that was needed that I didn't have. But I emailed Valve and asked if they could like sell me a new adapter or, or send me a new adapter or something. They were like, no, you got to buy a new Steam Link. Uh, so I didn't. Yeah. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I don't use this thing very much anyway. Your, cat, your cat's eating you out of house and home. <laughs> like, look, we don't make enough of these to or make enough money off of these. <laughs> like, we literally have so many of them. Just take, just take them. Well, see, <laughs> I, I, I thought that they had given up on the Steam Link, so I was surprised that they had done any sort of update for it. I thought that I remember reading the last time there was a sale, which might have been last winter or something, that uh, mm -hmm. that the, it was the last time you were ever going to be able to buy a Steam Link. Well, I, uh. I, I well, I think this is all for like the the app. Oh, maybe. for the yeah. like for the mobile app. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. reading an article that that says it'll work on any mobile device running the Steam Link app. Sorry, oh, that's iOS users are out of luck. Oh, and then at the bottom, I see Steam Link hardware box. Okay, that's interesting. Is there a Steam Link app? Because I have never downloaded that. Uh, yes, it I have it on just... my. I've, I've got oh, it on my yeah, phone. Oh yeah, because this is a this is an Android thing. Yeah. Oh, is it right, not okay. on an iPhone? I, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, it's that's not on iPhone. Confusing. That right. makes sense. Yeah, like you, Apple you Apple had USB. said uh, that they didn't they didn't want that feature on the store because they thought it would take away from uh, <laughs> iOS game revenue. All right, looks like I'm gonna go ahead and switch over to Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> if I can so play... yeah, that was that was a bummer when that happened. Have you, uh, well, yeah, William? Uh, have you have you used the Steamlink app much? Because I totally forgot uh, that was a thing. As someone who doesn't, yeah, have I, I have. Anymore. I had done some tests. I sideloaded it to my parents like amazon fire tv to test it like downstairs and it worked pretty well hmm. um, i've used it on my phone um it's worked okay i don't really have a bluetooth controller so aside from just testing like latency okay by swiping around can't really play any games on it because i don't have a bluetooth controller sure but mm -hmm. it seems to work pretty well um i mean there's still the issues of like latency and image quality and a lot of that depends on like my own home network and so on but it seems to work pretty well hmm, so i'd have to that's... wonder how like what the quality would be like streaming to like anywhere i guess we could go into the topic of the future of xbox exclusives because sure. are they even exclusives anymore though because now really... i guess they're just xbox brand exclusives not right. like xbox well, console which is it's weird but well, that would <sighs> That wouldn't really be exclusive, though, right? Just Xbox brand now? Like, because it's on Steam, and you're more than likely going to be able to play on the Switch, and then, so maybe just, like, Microsoft Studios. Are we just talking right? about Halo right now? Um, well, kind of, because, like, they, let's see, I sold my Xbox One just because I was able to play Gears of War 4 on my PC, and I was like, okay, I can play it on my PC. PC is amazing. Why would I need an Xbox? I sold it. Um, and yeah, so if they're gonna put literally their baby, the reason people loved Xbox so much, I'm I'm sure people loved Xbox for other reasons, but you know, Halo. You sort of correlate Halo and Xbox, right? <laughs> and like if they're putting their baby that they never wanted to back on PC on Steam also, not just the Microsoft Store like everyone thought it was going to be. It's also on Steam. Then, like, what's the point of buying an Xbox now? Well, that's kind of how I've almost always felt about, like, Xbox since, like, the yeah. one is, like, aside from Halo, and, uh, like, 
Sony has loads of exclusives and they're all pretty yeah. good. Xbox, it's like Halo, um, Gears of War, a, a crack, Crackdown. Oh. <laughs> it's like, sorry, but the only thing Forza. I really want, yeah, the only thing I really want to play is like Halo. I mean, the rest is like, eh. So I mean. I think maybe there. they've recognized that, and that's really why they, they, they... It seems like they're trying to get Xbox into as many places as possible. Xbox Live, I saw today, is coming to um, the iOS and Android platforms as well. Uh, hmm. So, it, it just it, I guess they're just really trying to get it wherever they can, and I'm not sure that they necessarily really care about exclusives going forwards anymore, which I wouldn't be uh, surprised about. Um, it seems like maybe... Maybe in the future, PlayStation will be the one that that people buy for exclusives, and Xbox feels like it's going to become this broader thing where you'll be able to play it on PC, uh, as well as I guess mobile devices, the Switch, whatever. Um, they haven't really, you know, they haven't really confirmed that you're going to be able to play games on all these services yet. Mm-hmm. Just that the service itself is coming to these different platforms. Um, but it certainly feels like what's probably going to happen, and I guess. We'll probably know more as these conferences occur and as um and as they release more info about that sort of stuff. But I, I think it's an an interesting uh development, I guess, just in, in how these different companies are publishing their games and I guess going into the next generation of hardware as far as PS five or Xbox successors. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, it seems like there's there's now a more defined difference between the two, or there's going to be a more defined difference between the two, in that you'll probably see PlayStation remaining more traditional and Xbox becoming more accessible. Xbox is more of a brand name than an actual console now. Yeah, oh, that's, that's going to be weird, though, because like. that means then who's going to take over? Um, More than likely, I could see Nintendo taking over Xbox's placehold in the console wars, right? Nintendo versus PlayStation, maybe. maybe? I think, I, yeah, maybe. But I think it's also like Nintendo has always kind of like been it. Well, not always, but for the past couple of generations, it's kind of been its own thing, right? Like a gimmick kind of console. Kind well, that, of, but it's like, of, but it's also kind of like, like it's on its own like plane tier. of existence like, where yeah, it's like yeah. it doesn't really. Where you expect buy a you have Switch. very different expectations from their games. Yeah, yeah, like and, people buy a Switch not because they're looking for like, oh, I want to play this cross-platform game. They buy yeah. a Switch because oh, it's got it's got the Nintendo stuff, and then it does have third parties, but it's kind of like it's it's like a Nintendo machine. Yeah, and well, the, I'm not saying the gimmick part as a bad thing. It's it's like a good gimmick. Like think of the Wii. Um, I mean, really, I don't know who really likes motion controls. Like, do you guys like motion controls? Uh, in VR, I love them, but uh, like, I mean, also, you want to play really a first-person shooter, like getting up and like moving your entire arm around to like aim, like I did with Modern Warfare. Probably not, but I mean, they have some cool ideas, and I mean, the Wii was massively successful, right? Oh and yeah, it it goes to show that like it doesn't really matter what kind of hardware you have; it just matters as if you could, first of all market it well, and also have a cool feature. Maybe something that draws people into it. Obviously, they had some cool exclusives and lots and lots and lots of games. Doesn't mean they're good. But, um, yeah, so there was the motion control. And then, unfortunately, the Wii U, holy crap, poorly marketed. Everyone thought it was just a 
a different version of the Wii. Well, they, I mean, it was just pretty much called the, Wii. Yeah, that's yeah, that's why. But it it was dramatically better than the Wii. Um, you know, it had the whole kind of same system as the Switch or same idea as the Switch. Only you couldn't really use it anywhere except when your Wii was on. And I mean, Smash Bros. The first one, or not the first one, the what was it? What was it called for the Wii U? This is it was just called like Smash Bros. It was had it? like the worst name in the whole like series. Yeah, I mean it was fun for it. It had some cool ideas, but like just massively unsuccessful. And I think they realized that, and then they marketed the Switch exactly how it is and what it is. So that's more than likely why the Switch is successful. But at the same time, it's like it goes back to what we were talking about the other day, Travis, and like accessibility and how. People like mobile games because they're easy to access and they're on their phone, but you can't play Doom on your phone, you know? And with a Switch, you could, like, for example, I literally just bring it to work, play Doom. Well, I mean, I don't have Doom, but I could theoretically play it, like, while I'm at work or while I'm at school or yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, you know the, the mean? Switch is, the like, Switch is, is a, triple... a new thing, though. I mean, this is the first time we've had any sort of console mobile hybrid yeah. device. And at the same time, though, it's also attracting um, developers that never really made yeah. anything for Nintendo too. Bethesda, um, for example, and then Capcom is bringing all the Resident Evils over to it. Not all of them, but like Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 0, 1, not 2. But, um, well, I think the original 2, maybe. But, um, yeah, so the, it's getting all these exclusives. It's not marketed to as much of a kid audience anymore. I think it's understanding its audience now too, which is the other thing oh, I could see it competing with Sony eventually. Not in this generation, maybe not even the next, but you know, in the future, like maybe 10 years from now. I think Xbox is going to eventually just be um, a name. Like, mm -hmm. like William said, it's just going to be like... The brand, you know, like, oh. I think what they want to do is compete with Netflix with their Game Pass specifically because i could see the game pass being really successful for microsoft and maybe that's why they're like all right let's just move it to multiple platforms and then attract people yeah. to it i, I think I mean? another thing is so like the playstation like the P playstation branch of sony is like one of the most profitable <laughs> parts of sony yeah um nintendo not the most yeah and nintendo's like they're all about like their products and their games and they're highly uh it's highly like lucrative for them because i think they don't sell anything at like a loss. Yeah. Microsoft has never, has almost never made money from Xbox. And the reason they really got into the race was because like they wanted to compete with Sony because the PlayStation 2 was like a DVD player. They had lots of things in like mm -hmm. the home theater systems and things. And Microsoft had like your office computer. There was like nothing fun with Microsoft. Yeah. So they like did the Xbox and they've never really made money from the Xbox. But it's always kept like Microsoft like out there in public that you associate them with games and like a lot of these fun things. Mm -hmm. So like Microsoft Word. Yeah, like, it's like, on. oh, yeah, I can't wait. Oh, dude, get the new Microsoft Office, bro. Oh, yeah, it's dude, like, bro, shit. Dude, I was typing shit. crazy essays. It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, with the Xbox, it's like it's this really fun, like branded. It keeps Microsoft like in your living room. Like, yeah, it's part of your watching life. So. You. I'm sorry, did you say watching you? 
Wasn't that a concern though with the Xbox One? Was that it launched with the Kinect required? <laughs> that's always a and concern. People were like, with... oh, what if Microsoft yeah. is watching uh, yeah. me? Yeah, that's that's always a concern with anything yeah. involved with webcams of any sort or cameras. And like people are always going to like with with the fact that my, with like Microsoft never really earning much money from Xbox. Like as crazy as like them doing this whole streaming service thing is. I mean, it's not like they really rely on the console division, so they they yeah. have like they have much more freedom than Sony or Nintendo has to like go, hey, let's try out the streaming thing in conjunction with like our consoles and see how yeah. that works. And also, you got to realize like the three different companies too. Like, think of them as companies. So Microsoft, like you said, um, Microsoft Word, all these computer tech, right? And then mm -hmm. Xbox, Sony has all this music stuff like it has sony even movie entertainment and it owns what is like columbia something um and they own a lot of technology too and gaming nintendo it's just gaming, gaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know so it's like if microsoft's out of the picture for gaming and sony is reigning supreme and there's no other competitor aside from nintendo maybe that means Nintendo will step their game up. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they'll actually be like, oh crap, we are now the competitors against Sony because Xbox is no longer there. And then maybe they'll also bring in Google. Maybe they'll bring in um, whoever, <laughs> Discord. Who knows? Because I know they're starting The Epic a, Games console. Yeah, the Epic Games oh, shit, Fortnite all console. New exclusives. Um, <laughs> oh man, like. You know, it just it just brings up a lot of speculation of what could happen, you know? Like, who knows? Maybe Sony's next competitor could be Spotify? I don't know. Now we're just naming Something brands. Weird, but, yeah. Well, I'm... you know, <laughs> Kirkland I'm like, console? Oh, shit! I mean, come on, Google's making a, a gaming console. Like, it's, it's not completely unheard of. But, um... Yeah, so it's it's kind of interesting. I I hope that means Nintendo's gonna step their game up because that would be really cool to see like a a portable console that's along the lines of like um, a beefed up Xbox One or whatever PlayStation. That would be. I really mean, I can cool see the them future. improving their hardware definitely. Awesome. I can see them launching a new iteration of the Switch, but I can't see them ever going to the lengths of trying to have a console that competes with the same technological capabilities of the ps4 pro or whatever the most powerful console on the mm -hmm. market is because like we were saying they've always just kind of done their own thing they've always felt like they were like a half a tech generation behind um mm -hmm. but at, at the same time though that's because right xbox and playstation were main competitors and nintendo was just always sort of like doing their own thing but like with xbox out of the picture um does that mean that Nintendo will actually try to not do their own thing necessarily and well maybe keep doing their own thing but like step it up you know I mean it is it maybe because with with like less competition in that same field and I think Travis yeah he has, he has you've got like a good point there with like yeah if like Microsoft was to like maybe probably less of a big role in like the actual like hardware market would Nintendo like step up and try and take like part of that market over i, I don't know if nintendo can or really care. wants to but at the same time it's like 
they they kind of stopped competing directly with Sony and the Xbox like around yeah. like after the GameCube yeah. didn't do very well. They were like, "All right, we let's do something different." So they did the Wii, and then that that's kind of been the beginning of this trend of like, "Okay, Nintendo's going to do its own. It's it's going to do its mm-hmm. Nintendo thing." And then the rest of the gaming world is going to go with like PC and PlayStation and Xbox. So I mm-hmm. think Nintendo they've already got like their market like set and I think they're just going to keep building on that. I'm I'm sure uh, they'll, they'll they'll keep they'll continue to grow if something like that was to happen, but I I suspect Nintendo would stay in its like in its market, I guess. It's weird mm. to talk about it as having its own market, but it kind of has its own you know, it's kind of got its own market, the yeah. Nintendo what market. What is E3 yeah. by the way? Was it I June, see that too. July? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I assume that's yeah. where <laughs> it should be. Dude, is Nintendo usually at E3? Yeah. Okay, because I know yeah. e- Sony is not at E3, and <laughs> oh, now uh, EA is no longer going to be at E3. They said not really. They said they have some sort of they have some sort of games thing. I think that's going on at the same time, but they're not going to be at E3. I think they realize that they're. Their presentations are always really cringy with Madden and FIFA. Oh man! Yeah, they Have usually start. They usually like kick off E3, and it's usually very mediocre. Like it's not bad. It's just usually like. Oh man! It's the thing that used to start E3. Oh no, dude! Oh, Madden and FIFA's announcements are always so cringy. They had like a professional Madden player come out on stage, and everyone's like, "Uh, all right, <laughs> game of trophy," like. <laughs> like cued for the audience to clap and everyone was like uh <laughs> uh thank you and then left off really off stage like really awkwardly you guys just gotta you gotta look it up it's oh man i was like shaky like watching that i was like i can't i can't watch this this is just awful like it makes me feel so well, bad well you don't them. have to worry anymore because you're not gonna be there <laughs> I uh, I wonder yeah, exactly. how much longer E3 as a thing will be around if developers are, are moving further away from it. It kind of feels like it, it might start to become this sort of, of relic of, of a thing. That, like, it made sense at the yeah. time, but now with how fast things move and have Twitch. how companies have better or different or better ways of making announcements like the Nintendo Direct and stuff, um, it seems like people... Mm. Developers might not care as much about E3 developers and publishers, and I can I can I can see E3 going away or at least transforming into something very different than what we're used to seeing. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And I mean, there's also the Game Awards too. They they've been doing. I last year's not last year. When was the Game Awards? Yeah, yeah, it was last year, right? Yeah, um, that's a, that was actually really good. Like, I genuinely liked the Game Awards. Um, I'm not sure if you guys watched it, but there was a lot of game announcements too during that, and um, I think it had like a live Red Dead Redemption soundtrack going on, and that was really cool. And when God of War won, that was that's like, also something that whoa, people like, aren't gonna like drop out of. You can't drop out of the Game Awards if you're receiving an award. Yeah, like. Yeah, and I I don't know. I feel like if E3 left and Game Awards stayed, I actually, I really like the Game Awards, so I I hope the Game Awards continues how it's been going. I mean, just live stream on Twitch like they did, and it's like, it's cool. It's just a... Uh... And then, oh, was it when they had 
the head of Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo come up on stage together. That was that was really cool. Just like the collaboration of everything. Sony they did really well. coming up but, on stage, probably. Yeah. Hey, they did it anyways. He did it anyways. And so, regardless, he swallowed his pride. They, the Sony did, and then did it anyways. But, I mean, I wouldn't be too sad if um, E3 was disbanded. But, at the same time, Cyberpunk is coming and announced for E3 this year. So, you know what that means. What does it mean? It means cool. I'm excited. <laughs> I guess Lady Gaga was announced for to be. No, in there's a Cyberpunk. rumor. Fuck yeah! I was like, but, what? Oh, damn it! Uh, that'd Lady be cool. Gaga? Yeah, I was like, why is why is Lady Gaga in this? Speaking of things that were announced, uh, the creators of Left for Dead uh, Evolve or no? Fuck off! Uh, oh yeah, the creators of Left for Dead Turtle, Turtle Rock Studios <laughs> um, have announced a new game titled Back for Blood. And it's supposed to be a co-op zombie FPS. There were some rumors about this a while back. Uh, they were they were hiring for so, someone to work on a project, and a lot of people speculated, like, are they making some sort of Left 4 Dead 3 or whatever? It sounds like this is what it is. It's Back 4 Blood. It sound, Based on the title and the description, which is all they really gave us, it's probably their spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead, I guess, since Valve isn't going to make a Left 4 Dead 3 with them. But I, I'm very I'm excited okay for whatever this is. Uh, I hardly ever buy games as soon as they release, but I mean, pending good reviews, this is probably something I'd be perfectly happy to drop full price on to get and, and play whatever yeah. the makers of Left 4 Dead are, are bringing us because it, I can't see it well, not being amazing. You gotta be careful, though. Because Evolve, remember that. I don't know anything about Evolve. Oh, man, I remember... Well, it was not great. I'll just say that. Well, so, as long as it... I mean, it, it doesn't seem like this is going to be like an asymmetrical kind of game like Evolve was. And it mm. seems like it'll be more in line with Left 4 Dead. And they did make like Left 4 Dead, so I'm, I'm quite, yeah. quite excited for that. And at the, at the same time, it wasn't just... Um, yeah. What was it? Turtle Rock, right? Yeah, it wasn't just them. Too. It was like with 2K and some other publisher, I believe. So we won't we won't put all the weight on Turtle Rock, but they made Left 4 Dead, great game. So I have high hopes for this game. And yeah, I don't I don't technically not technically I don't really buy games full price either. So I feel you on that one, honestly. I'm excited if it's a spiritual successor. I like when games. Well, they've do called that, it though, Back right? for Blood for with companies. the numeral in the title, so. It's, yeah. a very, it's a very clear and Back obvious callback. Three. It's meant to uh, invoke an emotional response, uh, uh, reminding yeah. you of, of Left 4 Dead and the people who made Left 4 Dead, and it's their way of saying this is the next Left 4 Dead, or at least as close as we can get to it without <laughs> infringing on copyright. It's Gabe Newell and Valve right. is AWOL right now. Most of my memories of Left 4 Dead are playing a lot of um, custom maps, a, a lot of which were good, uh, some of which were bad, but I think we usually... Most were... We, 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 yeah, we were usually it, able to find, that, like, Whatever the really name of that website ones. was, Left 4 Dead Maps, uh, we, we were able to sort through and Oh, figure. yeah! Because didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't we end up using Workshop instead after a while? But for a while, it was Left 4 Dead Maps. That was where you had to... 
I think we played most of the really big mm-hmm. ones on Left 4 Dead maps, and then when the workshop came out, um, I have very fond memories of Left 4 Dead maps, but also just the game in general and the, the main maps that uh, were in that game. Um, I liked how I, I liked how you could sit down and in one sitting you could play through like a, a campaign. Um, it felt like it was it was timed yeah. pretty well for that. It's always random. I used to have uh, I used to have posters of the original four Left 4 Dead campaigns. They're loading screens I had, and then uh, my cat kind of ripped up some of them. No! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I might need to buy those again if they're ever... I think Valve, like, whatever storefront that was that sold stuff, I think it shut down at one point, so maybe they're gone forever. Oh, no. It wasn't here. I shouldn't, I shouldn't blame my cat. It was, like, because I moved so many times from, like a dorm room and then to back home and then an apartment and just like the process of getting these unframed posters off the wall with like adhesive <laughs> stuff kind of fucked them up so that's kind of how they ended up i didn't end up taking them with me the last uh the, the most recent time i moved because they were just in such a state of disrepair i figured i would just replace them at some point if i ever really mm-hmm. wanted to but yeah Wait, that is can, how much can... i enjoyed left for dead <laughs> Out of all, like, I mean, there there have been plenty of, like, four-player co-op games. Yes. Um, with, with, like, shooting against, like, hordes. Like, there were the Payday games, which I really liked up until Payday 2 was, like, drowning in DLC. Yeah, but oh, they no. all seemed like they kind of, ex- uh, they all seemed like they kind of used the fundamental framework that Left 4 Dead established. Yeah, like, uh, Vermintide. I really like right. the Vermintide 1 and 2. Um, but... Still, to like Left 4 Dead, I I don't think those games. I don't think any of them have like eclipsed Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, like Mario Party, and it's not just a case of like oh nostalgia goggles or something because you can go back and play like Left 4 yeah. Dead One, and it's still like it's, it's really still, solid and it works well. really well. Yeah, oh yeah, and Vermintide feels like it's it's its own just very blatant uh, homage to Left 4 Dead, just in a, a transposed setting. Yeah, and like, man, I love Left 4 Dead. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it again. Like, there are really good campaigns and missions and things. I think for a while we were talking about going back and playing through like Left 4 Dead 2. We should, because um, Left 4 Dead 2 has all of Left 4 Dead 1 in it. Yes, yep. <laughs> it does. Let's do it. I'm down. We, That's three. We should. Like, we all own it. <laughs> I mean, there's. There is literally nothing stopping us. Except, I don't want to. I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't think of that. He's going to call up Gabe Newell and tell him to shut it off. Gabe, buddy, come on. Gabe, uh, turn off Steam, all right? Steam, After all uh, I've done for you, it's the least you could do. What I did want to talk about was Captain Marvel. Have all you guys right. seen it? I did see Captain Marvel. I did not see Captain Marvel, but oh, you can yeah, talk you about saw it. Captain Marvel. Um, what I'll say is this: I went in with super low expectations, but it wasn't bad. I'll say that there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of things that I didn't like about it, but there was a lot there was also a lot of things that I did like about it. Um, you know, it's a Marvel movie, so of course it's gonna do exponentially well, which it has been doing. But and especially before Endgame, so of course everyone that likes Marvel at all <laughs> is excited for Endgame. I'm sure I, I shouldn't speak for everybody, but you guys excited for Endgame? Eh? I I I've been very out of the superhero loop, so for me it's like eh. 
Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I mean, I've enjoyed the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and just so to be able to see all of you know this decade plus mm-hmm. series come to a culmination is, I guess, what I'm most excited about for Endgame. Yeah, and like, I guess the biggest drawback I had from um, Captain Marvel was like, so we've we've had all these new characters come into the Marvel Universe, like what Doctor Strange, Black Panther, characters that haven't really like. You know, they're not Spider-Man, they're not the Hulk, you know what I mean? Like, they're mm. these characters that, Guardians of the Galaxy especially, like, when when I heard that was announced, everyone's like, I don't know who this is, and they saw it, and it's like one of the most popular Marvel films, right? Um, And then Captain Marvel comes out after all of those movies, so like, compared comparatively, especially to all that movies, the movie was like super, like, tonally off, you know? Like, it tried to be all these things at once, but it didn't really grasp any of them. Um, mm. It felt like a little bit like sort of trying to be like Guardians of the Galaxy a little bit with its goofiness. And then at the same time, it was trying to be like, I don't know. It was just trying to be a lot of things. And first of all, let me say I love the CGI in it. Like, you literally could not tell Samuel L. Jackson was CGI in that movie. It was really cool. Like, that was Samuel awesome. Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Coulson, though. Coulson, he's a, too. He's, he's a little... He's a, he's a little weird-looking. Yeah, but, like, it's more, like, weird-looking, but not, like, wow, that is one computer-generated character. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I... I thought the chemistry between... Um, I was going to call him Samuel L. Jackson. Fury and Captain Marvel was actually pretty good too, but there's just not enough fighting. Like, this is a galactic space god. Oh, and... I don't mind that at all. I mean, mm-hmm. if there was no fighting, I probably would have been completely fine yeah. in a Marvel drama. And I could I could see that too, but it's just like, for me, from what I've seen from past um, one-off movies like that, not I wouldn't say one off because they're all connected, but like you know Black Panther and um, Spider Man and all those like a little more out of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you're a fan of Marvel, go see that movie. Um, it's all right. I'd say personally, I give it like a six point five. Give it a numerical number. <laughs> numerical number. Um, maybe six point five seven. I don't know. It was it was pretty good. Um, what's his face from? What was his face? The scroll dude. Forgot uh, his Mendelsohn? name. Yeah, yeah, Ben Mendelsohn, dude. I loved him. He's just always good in his roles. Ben Mendelsohn's awesome. His I mean, accent. Yeah, it was it's weird, but I still liked character. it. I still liked him. Scroll drinking a soda. I guess as someone who is more critical, I guess, of, of writing and dialogue in movies than other people, I, I, I didn't find a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the, the writing dialogue, to be super yeah. believable. Not, no, I'm talking about dialogue in general um, and the mm-hmm. way characters would interact with each other and with the world felt a little bit off sometimes. It was also just kind of a case of like following some really good and really solid Marvel movies like Black Panther and like Spider-Man Homecoming, it didn't feel like it was really up to those standards that Marvel has kind of set because they've set the bar really high. Um, But 
I, I do feel like it's a very essential movie. Like, it was about time that they had brought a female-led superhero to their universe, or a female-led franchise, I guess, to their universe. Um, and I really appreciate it for that. The like i said the 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 writing the way that the, the the film plays out it didn't seem like it was up to the standards that they've set as an origin story it, it kind of has an okay twist on the origin story but i mean it wasn't like i didn't like the movie it was i i enjoyed it uh overall mm-hmm. and it's also getting to see how it fits into the bigger picture of the marvel cinematic universe is always like one of the best parts i think i've seen any of those movies what do you guys what what's your guys' favorite movie right now? What? Or a movie that you're excited to see, I'd say. Not favorite oh, movie. Oh, okay. Recent. <laughs> recent. Like one that you're excited that to see that's coming out soon. Obviously, that sounds like us. you were excited for us. Are I'm you just excited? waiting for Avengers Endgame. Um mm-hmm. I guess I'm also waiting for Game of Thrones. And that's Oh it. yeah. That's really all that's on my radar right now. You know, I'm actually excited to see uh Shazam sort of. I you know, just I sort of like Shazam character in general, but I like that actor that's playing Shazam. So it looks super goofy. It could be good. I'm not gonna yeah. go see. It. I I'm gonna go see it. <laughs> you can't I saw... convince me to go see another DC movie. Just God, they're so bad most of the time. <laughs> I did not like Aquaman, but like he, the, I don't know. Shazam just looks a lot more charismatic and fun than aquaman was i mean aquaman wasn't like terrible but it was just like oh boy like no it was terrible (laughs) yeah i mean there was some aspects of the movie i think i talked about this that i liked but it was just like it wasn't the worst movie i've ever seen kind of thing you know like dialogue yeah it was really starting every action sequence with a Big explosion out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know that goes... Aquaman had any redeeming qualities, honestly. Okay, okay. Like I said, it was the... Where he's in the desert. For some reason, Aquaman in the desert. There's um, nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. They play that for like <laughs> ten seconds and it's like, oh, uh, Africa, yes. I. Oh, yep. no, it wasn't this even is Africa. A, this it is a like, continent. It was a shitty, <laughs> shitty a, remix. Was there any more of a superficial connection you could have made there, I guess? There's nothing that a hundred men. The funniest part of the movie was when he said that he's going to pee on that thing instead of take all the water out of him. And I'm that surprised was, you remember anything from that movie. It was no, just that, like, was the, so, that was the only thing I remember from the movie, except that they used water in their weapons as ammo. <laughs> I think the best part of Aquaman was the very beginning fight in the oh, house. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was actually was really like, cool. Thank God. This is like a great action sequence. It's it's beautiful. I liked some of the visuals. Uh-huh. Um, that's, yep. Yeah. Well, that's what got uh, me yep. excited. I, was, I saw that action scene. I was like, okay, this is freaking awesome, right? And I was like, I really hope the rest of the movie is like this. I was like so excited for the next action scene and just like, what? Yeah, and then none of them live up to that. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, what the fuck? Like, the best action scenes like at the very start. Like I was, oh, I was like, oh man. But then there was that like that scene where they go to the depths or whatever with those like scary ass fish thing. That I actually like too. Hey, you're like, in luck because they're gonna make a whole movie about that. I oh hell yeah. Actually, am interested. <laughs> deep deep fish boy. <laughs> well, I mean. Like, I totally forgot about, like, why they were using a boat. I was like, why is Aquaman in a boat 
with his with fucking Ariel. And then I was like, oh, that's why I actually started like eating the boat. It's like, oh, that's that's what's going on here. Okay. I like that part. Then the the pee joke, which they advertised. What's sad is it's probably the second best DC film. Yeah. Well, no, Wonder very... Woman. Wonder Woman. I haven't well, what's seen the first best then. Oh, you said second best. That's <laughs> yes, right. Um, I was like, wait a minute. Well, I didn't dislike Man of Steel though. Like, it was all right. It was pretty cool. I like the whole. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. I have no fun. I, memories I like of Man it significantly Steel. better than Aquaman, but that would just be my personal rating of the DC movies. So there was. I haven't even seen Wonder Woman, so I can't rate it. I've just heard only good oh. things about it. Wonder but, Woman, I'd say, is probably the best DC Universe film. Yeah, it's it not is. perfect at all. It's got some... It has some huge problems, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Aquaman... Oh, I th- boy. I think Aquaman could have been a whole lot... Well, you could say that about anything. That's not really anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's... It starts out... I really like the way it starts out. And then it's just, like, a bunch of odd decisions that just keep building up. And some of them... There are moments in Aquaman that kill me. Like, they're just so funny because of how, like, weird of a choice they are. Like, um, uh, Manta, um, when he, uh, he's, like, on his submarine, and, um, oh, hello. Oh, I think that fixed it. Okay. Anyways, uh, when, continue. Um, uh, like, the Black Manta, uh, Manta's on his, like, submarine, and then, like, <laughs> King Orange's men that show up, scene. and they're... Oh and they're good. They're gonna. They're gonna go pay him for like getting them the submarine, and then they just drop a bag of doubloons. <laughs> and I was like, my doubloons. No. What is? It? What? Is it? what? Oh, and you then, like Navy Jones or Navy? The only Navy thing Jones. I, I keep keep your gold. I want. <laughs> I want Aquaman. Uh, and then like they give him. They like give him a suit of like Atlantean armor. And then it's like, oh, I, they haven't given him, like, his iconic outfit. And then he takes their armor, and then he... Then we have to see, like, a montage scene where he builds <laughs> where his he suit. Builds the suit. <laughs> and it wasn't and even... Like, oh, man, that was so... The music was just <laughs> bad in that movie, too. It was like, they could have just, like, given him that suit, and then he could have used it. Or yeah. they could have, like, opened the suit, and we wouldn't see it, and then he'd be introduced with his weapon when he attacks them in, like, Italy. But instead, we get to see him get an item, take the item and rebuild it into another item, and then use that item to fight the man later. And then everyone forgets like, about him, too, so it's like, yeah, and I, even the audience. It's like, and at the end of the movie, they set up for a sequel where he's back. Are you telling me we need to be worried about a guy who got his ass kicked by Aquaman twice? Is this oh, no. what we need to be worried about? A dude who lost twice? <laughs> no, dude, and he it's lost like, to oh, him twice oh, back. in the same movie that played a remix by Pitbull of Africa. Dali. I mean, Toto by Africa. No, other way around. Africa by Toto. I'm stupid. It's just like, see, that movie made me lose brain cells. The, I'm sorry. The sequel is immediately has infinitely lower stakes than this film did. <laughs> this film ends with an underwater battle between the... Crab boys, Aquaman's <laughs> Legion of Fish the things. Sea yeah, the Sea Dwarves. And then like King Orn and his legions. And now the sequel is about a human dude with laser beams. I, I'm just like, <laughs> I, I, I just wish they like gave like a perspective of somebody that was like fishing. 
while that was all happening happening like underwater <laughs> like some sort of like fish like like fisherman that's like going for like a uh, commercial fishing and then just like takes in one of those things or something it's like what why can i get that there's a whole fucking battle happening underneath the sea why why <sighs> I don't know. This is so I much. I think the well, concept and the execution of post-credit scenes in superhero movies has just gotten so stupid. Yeah. Like it started off all right with Iron Man and stuff, and where it started out great, I think I would say with that reveal at the end of Iron Man. But then now they're just so cringy. It's like the novelty is gone now. The, the novelty yeah. is gone, and they are them. poorly executed. I'll say that into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse, though, I like the, that one. That that's was, that a, that's a good example of a, of of a good one, but usually yeah. the reveal is so meaningless. Like, take let's for, forget about Venom. I I have good feelings about Venom, but the post credit mm. scene of that movie is so cringy. It's the it's, same as Aquaman's. It's so when cringy. I get out, there's gonna be carnage. Get it? Do you recognize this character? It's like so. And then the oh, other one no. that I really hate is the joke end credit sequence. Um, there's one at the end of Captain Spider-Man. Marvel as well. Oh, uh, that one just, was the sudden. Ugh. It's they're so. They're, are they funny? Sort of, but the, just the way that they're placed there at the end of of five minutes of credits or whatever is just like you said. The novelty is gone, and there's uh, a lot of them are are they're they're self aware that they're pointless now. I I like the. The one funny one I did like was the Spider-Man Homecoming one, though. Uh, that one was just... Remind me. Uh, it was Captain... So you remember the whole movie, Captain America, was kind of like that, like, anti-bully oh, kind yeah. of icon. That's another, that's another <laughs> joke one. Yeah, where he's like, so, you're probably wondering why you're here right now. That one. <laughs> and then... Uh, but see, it, what pisses me off about that is, yeah, it was funny, but then it's also like, what? you're probably wondering why it is, well, you're here, blah, 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 you're, you're hoping that there's gonna be something, ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's all a joke about this, but then it's like, as funny as the joke is, I damn well know you're gonna keep putting more post-credit sequences in your movies, so. You have to. Oh, but they're it's also like, at the what's same the point of making this <laughs> Well, I mean, like, for, from now, from, like, you know what I mean, like, right now, they're, they're expected. So people are gonna but, wait to see them. But don't do it. <laughs> I know, but if they don't, it's do just, it, people are gonna be like, "Why is there no post credits?" There's no winning. You've already made them in every single one of your movies. Why would you stop? You know what I mean? Like if but you there's, stop, there's no, there's no, there's no value in it. There's no gain to be had. It doesn't draw more people to the movie. The, not even the novelty anymore. It's just kind of like the you're, expectation. You're already there at the movie theater. You've already paid. Yeah, you've maybe put them earlier. Your money. Well, they like, they have been doing that though. They've been putting the two post credit scenes. So like the important one is. After the like, you know, art credits or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, if they just do that now, then that's fine. So it's, it's less like, time. But it's just so, it, to, it's like now you hear about a post credit scene, and you'll see an article like what the post credit scene of this means. And it's like okay, but when <laughs> Iron Man came out, I remember like it was like you know people were like oh whoa if you stayed like after the so, there was more to the movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it was like, what? What? Wait, what, 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 what was it about? And it's like, uh, Shield. And it's like, what the fuck? Whoa. <laughs> who's and the now first, it's like, who's the first Hulk again? At, after Edward Iron Norton. Man? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, Nick Fury, Samuel comes up to him. That was that's weird. <laughs> like going back to it, I always forget that his Hulk is a part of, is the same Hulk from this universe. The Hulk fucking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you can't do anything with the Hulk. It's, it's just some all big the, every green... Hulk movie sucks. Yeah, 
They're all just so bad. Well, well that's, the best that's... Hulk movie is Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, because with that character, you can't really make it by himself. You have to have somebody else with him. You know, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, because you need you you need some you need a better character. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking Ang Lee's the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. They're just like. Oh, dude, you don't Not like good. a buff dude in a just painted green? <laughs> it's just like, man, these movies, People dude. watched that and thought it was real. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. probably. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but I... Considering how Hulk was treated in Infinity War and with the trailers and stuff coming out for... Or the misleading trailers for the Marvel movies, I'm, I'm sort of excited to see... Do you think they're going to put Worldbreaker Hulk in? Do you think that's a possibility? I don't know what Worldbreaker Hulk is. Never mind. <laughs> he's, a, he's literally a Hulk that could destroy planets kind of thing. What like the fuck? Super powerful. <laughs> yeah. I'm just grabbing my forehead with all of this. Yeah. It, it's actually Jesus. really interesting, though. It, it kind of correlates from Planet Hulk, I believe. But... Yeah, so the story is like Hulk gets isolated and like Iron Man has to literally send him to another planet. And hence, that's sort of the storyline behind... That's um, the storyline that they adapted for Ragnarok. Yeah, from Thor Ragnarok. But like he gets so angry that like <laughs> he's able to like destroy planets. He, I think he goes to like Dormammu's uh, dimension or whatever and just like beats him. I was like, holy fuck. Like it, he gets super, super powerful. But I, I sort of hope Sounds they do like something. Sounds like a comic. Yeah, they, they, I, ho I sort of hope they do something along the lines of Worldbreaker Hulk because I want to see Hulk at his full power, you know? Like, being like, we never really see it in any of the movies. Like, he, sure, he could break buildings and jump on buildings and punch people really hard. But um, I want to see him, like, fucking destroy cities. I don't know. That's just me, though. So Godzilla, you want to see Godzilla? Yeah, I want to see Hulk fight Godzilla in the next Godzilla movie. That's what I want to see. <laughs> just Marvel, come on. I know you could do it. Just put Hulk in that movie, call it good, and everyone will see it. I know you guys will go spend your money and see that too. Don't, you, don't, you want to see Godzilla and Hulk? I'm sure you do. I don't know. But I do Got want to see... some bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no market for that? <laughs> what? Oh man, but yeah, I'm. I'm also. I think I'm more excited actually about Game of Thrones than Endgame though, just because I'm finally like, I'm finally deciding to catch up on it. Finally, it's Are been a while. Up? Um, I am on season six, episode five, so I still have a season and a half to go. Hmm. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm excited. I'm excited about everything. Shazam. Oh. One thing I'm excited about as we, I think, wrap this up. Um, what is that game? Sekiro? Yeah. Is that how you say it? Sekiro. Yeah, right? Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Ooh. I am very much excited about that. Japanese Dark Souls, which I mean, sort of already is, but... It looks really good, and it has gotten some really great first impressions. I'm still trying to make my way through Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to honestly I'm it's a chore to finish Dark Souls 2 I still want to beat it but I just want to go to Dark Souls 3 already <laughs> like 
Dark Souls 2 is like, it just feels weird compared to 1. Because I beat all of 1 and it was like cool. But it looks really cool. The grapple hook thing looks awesome. So, Yeah, I mean, I, I am excited for Sekiro. Um, I really liked Dark Souls 1 a lot. I think it's the best Dark Souls. Uh, 2 was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think the thing that detracted me from 2 was when I had to fight... This was it the gargoyles that I fought in number one, but five of them. And I was mm-hmm. like, Are you serious? Like, <laughs> this is exactly like this. Um, I yeah, I mean, Anyways, Dark Souls continue. 2's bosses on the whole are like the worst in the series, I think. They're like big dudes in armor mm-hmm. most of the time, which is just, I don't know. It, it's cool, but it, it, it's kind of boring. I, I don't know. Um, it had the most fantastical landscapes, I think, but yeah, I don't know. It's like the worst Dark Souls. 3 was pretty neat, but I feel like. From what I've played of 3, it's just not as... I don't know. I really like Dark Souls 1 like the most. I think it's the best Dark Souls. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm excited for Sekiro. I mean, I know it's not going to be the same thing. as It's not another Dark Souls, but I'm really interested in that because I do like those kinds of Souls, Soulsborne games. I think Dark Souls does a really good job of just putting you in a place and telling you to get fucked. Pretty much. It just doesn't give yeah. you any sort of direction whatsoever, and it's like, do, do I... Do I care enough to like wander around and figure out what's going on i guess yeah so. i mean if you don't you know that's your own fault it's like right yeah i mean i i like it when games like don't tell you everything because that just gets really really annoying to me and i really like how well i think it works i i think it works with the way that they've established the 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 tone of this game yeah. mm-hmm. i think in another game if you did that sort of thing it, w- it wouldn't work like if yeah. you took a legend of zelda game and didn't give you any sort of direction whatsoever i don't think it would work but because of the Wait, way there's direction in that game. Just kidding. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> like Dark Souls. Like like in Wind Waker, you get a new item and yeah, the game will give you all of the buttons to press. The characters through dialogue will tell you to press the B button, which is very fourth wall breaking. <laughs> See, but I it's how those games have always been. Yeah, what been. I like about Dark Souls Metal is Gear. you find an item and you can read the description. The the story isn't like told to you. All the pieces are there, but you have to like put it all together yourself. You have to actually become, you have to become inve- You have to be interested to get. You have to become dark. You have souls. to become the Dark Souls boy. You have to fucking die. Honestly, guys, say right now, should I just go to Dark Souls three or beat Dark Souls two? Ah, uh, did Bloodborne? I do have Bloodborne. Did you beat Bloodborne? I just played Bloodborne. I have not beaten Bloodborne. I've actually barely played it. Maybe you should... Hmm, I don't know. Um, well, for the Dark Souls, I think you're okay skipping 2. Uh, okay. I, 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 just like, I, I do I just enjoy 2, and I think it's like... I don't know. I, I kind of like the idea of like... I, I Part of me thinks you should finish 2, but at the same time, if you really want to just play 3, just go play 3. Well, I just have this like urge. It's like, okay, I have to play the first 2 before I play the 3rd. But... But see, the thing to. with Dark Souls that you can kind of get away with is not a whole lot. I mean, there are some things that carry over between the, the games, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's not like it's super story heavy as a, like a trilogy. Yeah, I, I totally feel you on that one. But I don't know. I'm going to get around to it possibly in the in the future, I guess. I guess. Oh. <laughs> One thing that I think is really interesting about Dark Souls is a lot of the world comes from just like figuring out shared knowledge as in like just reading out what reading up what other people have said online and put giving your own input because Mm -hmm. nobody 
not everybody knows everything about the Dark Souls world, so there's like a lot of shared knowledge and things, and there's items that you won't know what to do with. Like when I first played through Dark Souls 1, there were a couple of items that I used in a certain way, and then I found out that you could use them another way and get a whole lot more out of them. And it was like, uh. oh, I, I never knew about this because I never like looked into that. But I kind of liked like going through a game and then missing some things and then realizing like, oh, there's these things kind of function differently. How does this all work? How does this all interconnect? There's something about yeah, that that like that... gave that sense of like discovery. It, it, I don't know. It's immensely, immensely satisfying. I like I like world building. It's it's cool. The the Borderlands series did that for me. I think the first one actually, specifically. Uh, not Borderlands. I said Borderlands. I meant Bioshock. Oh, okay. Not yeah. I was thinking like, man, I didn't. Bioshock is like really. Or Borderlands <laughs> is really straightforward. I meant Bioshock, not Borderlands. To clarify, Bioshock One is great. Bonkers. At mega bonk. <laughs> it's got big daddies in Ooh. it. Oh man, big old daddy. Thick pops. <laughs> thick pops. Can we call those that? Hi, welcome to Dopest Daddies. I'm William Soon. I'm joined. <laughs> I'm Thick Pop. We're the Thick Pops. This, we got... What day of the week are we launching Dopest Daddies? Um. Uh. What's What's the best daddy day? Wednesday. Hump day. Tuesday. Oh, oh Wednesday. Oh. Okay. That's yeah. Close. Hitpoint pals, though. Uh, we release every Saturday so far. Uh, so you should be able to tune in next Saturday for another episode if that's how time continues to be consistent and the weeks play out as they have with 52 a year. Only if you can follow Hit Point Pals on Twitter at Hit Point Pals. Uh, I'm on Twitter at, uh, I don't know, T-R-A-V-S-L-I-E-N, Travis Lean. And William, where are you on the internet? Uh, well, I'm, I'm in the call. Find you? Uh, I'm, uh, I'm on the <laughs> public podcast. Where can people find you? You can find He's me on the Twitter at Will Suit. Uh, yeah. I don't do much tweeting. Okay. You, you probably, you, you, in fact, you probably waste more time looking me up than you would getting enjoyment out of my tweets, but feel free to do so. I'm going to make a Twitter account specifically to make you tweet more called Will Needs to Tweet More. I think I'll just block that. So, <laughs> no, and then I'll make Will Needs to Tweet More. Oh, one. no. <laughs> There's infinite numbers. You can't stop me. But, yeah. You have any, any other social medias? Uh, got, got my Insta and whatnot, but I think, I think I'll, you know, I'll keep, I'll keep those to myself. But I'm Where also Will. What's your address? Well, I'm William Suit, so I should be quite easy to find on Instagram. For all, <laughs> like, I don't know, five, seven or so of my pictures. Anyways, you guys can follow me over at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Yeti the Human. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at um, Yeti the Meme. And also follow my personal um, Twitter and Instagram at Caleb Warwick. Um, follow my MySpace at. Um, <laughs> Yeti the MySpace, and you could follow my Nintendo account. I don't, I don't have my number memorized. I can't, can't think of it. Anyways, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to figure out what my Nintendo account name is. Is it? Um, it's I have to Daddy. open Animal Crossing Pocket Camp to figure this out. Oh, I need to update it. 
It's been a few weeks, actually, since I've opened... Or it's probably been about a week since I've opened Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Anyway, with that, I think I'll take us to the end of the podcast. Does anyone have any great words to go out on? Hmm. No. Hmm. <laughs> no, just end it on No, no that, was, that was my word. End it on that. That was my word. Yeah. Pray, praise the sun. Praise the sun. Praise the sun.